The Feminist Stacy t-shirt is only available for one more week. Go get yours now at jeremiahwatkins.com. That's right, guys. <laughs> what up? You can find me in St. Louis, where the gun play ring all day. Some got jobs, some sell yay. Others just smoke that barbecue. Yeah, little Nelly coming at you because I'm in St. Louis right now. About to go do a couple more stand-up shows with Tony Hinchcliffe and Brian Redband. We did a Kill Tony here on Thursday, and it was a lot of fun. My character, Jack the Ripper, he made an appearance. You're gonna, you're gonna like that guy. Yeah, how's your guys' weeks, huh? Did you have a good week? I'm recording this in my hotel room in St. Louis, and yeah, got hooked up with some barbecue earlier today from a place called Sugar Fire in St. Louis, and it was pretty phenomenal. Thank you, Nathan Carlstedt, for hooking that up. He knew the owner. He uh, he designed that restaurant. Uh, he's an architecture that we met at the show the other night, and uh, he said he'd hook up with, so, up with some barbecue, and it was quite good. And I'm a, I'm a barbecue snob being from Kansas City, and it was amazing. So, yeah, guys. We have a new sponsor this week. Very excited for our new sponsor. And I'm going to do the uh, the copy that they sent me right now. I'm so excited, guys. Here we go. <clears throat> Tired of film podcasts treating you like you haven't seen the movie? Spoilers! The one with the exclamation point and cereal bowl logo is just the place for you. They are unfamous friends from the Midwest breaking down your favorite movies, old and new, with trivia games at the end. You can find them at Podcast Spoilers on Instagram and wherever you listen to great podcasts like Jeremiah Wonders. That's Spoilers, the one with the exclamation point. Yeah, check out the Spoilers podcast, guys, at Podcast Spoilers on Instagram. Tell them your boy sent you. Give them a follow. Let them know that this ad is working for them. It's uh, it's cool that uh, another uh, um, I get to plug another podcast for the, uh, the sponsor this week. So uh, check out that podcast and let me know what you think. Yeah, guys. And I also want to thank the uh, the other sponsors of the show, Speedweed, Bronxborn Pizza, and Menchie Music, and our new sponsor, Caveman Coffee, at Caveman Coffee Co. on Instagram and social media, at Bronxborn Pizza, Menchie Music, and at Speedweed on Twitter. We got Speedweed. We got uh, for marijuana delivery. We got uh, some uh, pizza for you uh, that's in Bend, Oregon, or you can go uh, get that Gray Block hitter in Santa Monica, as Theo Vaughn says. Uh, but, uh, they're run by the same company, Menchie Music, on the East Coast. And yeah, Caveman Coffee. My wife loves it. Thank you, Tate. If you're a company that would like to sponsor the show, email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. If you are a listener that wants to support the show, you can do that by PayPaling jeremiahwonders at gmail.com or by going to jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donation button at the bottom of the page, and every amount is appreciated. By the way, I revamped jeremiahwonders.com, so please go there and check that out. Uh, There's a new episode links guide, very similar to killtony.tv, where you can find all the episode and characters list there. So that's uh, pretty cool. All episodes in one place at jeremiahwonders.com. If you can't donate to the PayPal, guys, what would help me is if you go over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review this uh, podcast, you know? Come on. We're at 457 reviews. I'd love to get a 500 reviews in the next month. You know, there's thousands of you out there that listen to this show. You come up to me uh, all the time when I'm on the road telling me how much you like it, which I absolutely love. Keep doing that. So I'd love the reviews to reflect uh, how many of you guys are out there. Kindness Challenge Letters. Keep sending them. I love reading them on the show. How, how do you guys uh, like me reading them uh, within the episode with a guest now? It's a new thing that I'm doing. Uh, I think I like it. 
keep sending those letters. Uh, artwork, if you want to be featured uh, at the end of the YouTube page, send them, uh, do some artwork of me and maybe me and the guest, and uh, that'll be featured uh, at the end of the YouTube episode. And music submissions, you can also send those to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Tim Dillon is the guest today. He was visiting from New York. He, uh, man, this guy, he's phenomenal. He's one of those guys who, he has a lot of heat on him as they say in the industry, kind of a gross term, but he's got it. He's a funny dude, and there is reason for it. He's putting out a lot of semi-viral videos right now. Uh, you'll get that reference a little bit later in the episode. Uh, he was just on the Joe Rogan Experience, uh, and uh, he you may have seen one of his, uh, his uh, specials on Netflix. He just put out a 15-minute uh, special, a quarter hour on Netflix, so definitely go check that out. And yeah, guys, I think you're going to have a lot of fun. We did a lot of characters. Uh, we've been, I've been taking character suggestions along with the questions lately, which I've been really enjoying and kind of makes it more unique and special to my podcast, uh, which I have been enjoying quite a bit. Got some uh, tour dates coming up here, guys. April 9th and 23rd, come to stand up on the spot here in Los Angeles. Yes, uh, Jeffrey Ross, Brendan Schaub and more on those shows. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Um, that's on April 9th. also got a, a big surprise guest who's never done the show on April 9th that I haven't announced yet. So get tickets to that at standuponthespot.com. And also, April 24th through 27th, I'll be back in Austin, Texas at Moon Tower, and then May 2nd in Huntington Beach outside of L.A., I'll be headlining The Rec Room. Pat Reagan and I have some very, very good news to share soon that we can't yet. Um... And also, uh, outside of that other good news, our album's coming out very soon, and we're about to be allowed to announce when it drops. But it's literally in the next couple of months, and I could not be more excited for it to finally be out. Got to thank my pal Gage, Tiarina. He does the audio and video editing of this podcast. You got to check out the show on YouTube if you haven't yet to see what the video production is going into this. I mean, it is so impressive, and I just love what he's doing with the show. It's so good. And you know what, guys? You can actually catch Gage Freaking doing stand-up the weekend of April 11th weekend. That weekend in Fort Worth, Texas. And you can follow him on social media. It's at Gage Tiarina. Is that right, Gage? G-A-G-E-T-I-J-E-R-I-N-A. He has a gun to my head right now. I'm very, I'm sweating bullets. He, he always, guys, he threatens me if I don't read his tour dates at the end of this and give him a plug. He, he's a very violent man. But go see him live. He's hilarious, but he's so violent, guys. But he's also, he's very funny. He's very funny. He's a good Good, good, good friend of the show. Hope you enjoy this episode. It's with Tim Dillon. Uh, let me know what you've been thinking of the show, guys. Keep submitting those kinds of challenge letters. Uh, one thing that that I did uh, real quick before I get into this episode. Uh, after we got delivered that barbecue from Sugar Fire, we, um, we made sure that we didn't destroy uh, it because we had a lot of leftovers. And uh, I gave it to the concierge and one of the other workers at the hotel Uh because they were like, you best not be ordering uh, sugar fire around here without without uh, you sharing it. And I was like, no, I'll share it with you. And she was kind of like, mm-hmm. And uh, I came up with her with like a full bag of like ribs and brisket and pulled pork. And she and uh, another friend got to have lunch out of it. So, um, you know, somebody who's nice hooked up uh, me and, and Tony and Red Band up with barbecue. And I immediately tried to pay it forward to somebody else so they could enjoy it too. Because we weren't going to be able to eat all that. Little things like that. That's what the Kindness Challenge is all about. So keep spreading positivity and kindness everywhere, and it's going to make the world a better place, I promise you. Without further ado, let's get into this episode with my pal, Tim Dillon, on Jeremiah Wonders. As an effeminate gay man or as a woman, I would have three shows. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you're you're a you're a you're a manly gay man. Well, this is the problem. People don't want that. They don't want that. They don't want to watch TV and go, maybe I'm gay. What is this? What's going on? What's happened? That guy is too much like me. This is insane. How did I I didn't know they came like that. This is disturbing. How how am I relating to this guy so much? My agent always says it would be funny if like I was booked as diversity at like a festival. And I came out, and they were like, yeah, we're diverse. We got this guy. And I came out, and like, well, Trump has some good points. And, like, people's <laughs> heads are exploding. <laughs> this is horrible. They're like, this was a nightmare. Yeah. Tim Dillon in the house. Thank you for having me. All the way from New York City. We've been meaning to have you on for a while, buddy. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. I'm coming out to L.A. more and more now. I'm just, uh, I'm getting bored in New York. So I, I like that I'm, I'm coming out a lot, and then I'll probably maybe pull the trigger and live here. Oh yeah, yeah. You digging it? I'm digging it. I'm just I don't know. I'm I'm digging by coast. I'm digging like doing both. The bi coastal thing. I mean, because it's love, pretty fun. I love New York, and they've got a lot of great shows and meatballs and Italian food. You got, you got a good meatball place? I got all the meatballs. You know the best meatball places? Your friend's house, whose whose grandmother is still alive. Yeah. I mean that's the most. I mean that's kind of how it is with like you know got Mexican buddies in L A. Yeah. Like if you go over there, like their mom or dad's cooking is better than a lot of the stands really? that are out here. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, my buddy. Uh, have Jordan. you ever been eating during an ice raid where you have to be like, Ugh. <laughs> this, this is, is really so awkward. This is so good, and I feel very bad now. Are, will you be offended if I finish the taco right yeah, now? Yeah, just eating it, and you're like, God, this uh, is this is rough. Hey, uh, when will you be back? Because I want seconds. Yeah, I love this. I mean, I do respect the law, but I mean, this is a great torta. <laughs> These um, sopas are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Joel Berg from the Kill Tony Band. Yeah. Uh, I went over to his place, and his dad made me some of the best tacos I've ever had interesting and it was just like literally like a couple pounds of meat in a frying pan that yeah. like not much seasoning that he said he, he got it from a butcher that he knows and then he just like put it like on these like little taco shells it was some amazing. of the best food is pe is peasant food you know and i mean that and i don't mean that disrespectfully i mean like peasant cultures meaning cultures that don't have a lot of high-end ingredients have to really get creative with the shit they have and this is the truth. That's why a lot of great French food, some of it is really good. It's high end. But a lot of it is like that good bistro kind of like French onion soup, like hunks of bread and stews Dude, and things that you could make if you didn't have a lot of fucking money. Some good just French bread. Sometimes yeah. whenever you eat it, you're like, how is this just bread? Absolutely. And you know, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, it's one of those things where yeah. we've been working a long time, many generations of uh, recipes, with the yeast. Good. Very good, you know. We work uh, three, four hours a week, and yeah. that is enough. We are not <laughs> like a, American pigs. Enough. No, we do not need the 40 hours no, a week. it's not for us. It's not, uh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll stay over here by myself, you know, maybe <laughs> paint a little bit, maybe cook some bread, and you know. That's a good week. And they're so relaxed. Yeah. Europeans. I've never seen really a super uptight French person before. No, I, I've never met uh, a French person who was like really anal. Yeah. They're all kind of from what, but I'm sure they're ex they're out there and they exist. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of those cultures are more, they're relaxed. Yeah. America is a real, ch find something and choke it to death. Yeah. And fuck its corpse. 
And that's our culture. That's really our culture. And kill welcome to the and, United States of America. Right. Kill something and fuck its corpse and derive your power from that. And uh, some of other cultures out there that have been around a little longer are just like, yeah, we've been here a little bit. We're just going to chill and have soup. Yeah. We're just going to relax. What's your favorite soup? My soup, the one that I, very great, it's a good question. I could mm. do f- three or four hours on this. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Soup Talk. It, welcome back to uh, Soup Talk. If, with, it's uh, done, if it's done well and it's done with a little hint of sherry and cream, I think a lobster bisque okay. is a real champagne of soups. It's really phenomenal. Now, you probably have not had lobster, but you were raised in Kansas. And yeah. I imagine that there's a wealth of experiences you've not had. I've I've had lobster bisque just going on the road. Oh, okay, good. With, with like whenever I go on the road with Tony, like he'll he'll be like, "You haven't tried this, right? You got you got to try it." Like, yeah, but I yeah. love a French onion. There's a lot of things I love. Um, what about a uh, what about a fifteen bean soup? You ever had one of those? I mean, so that sounds like to me that sounds like a prison. That's a food. that's a that's a poor person's food that uh, I grew up with. I didn't know there were fifteen there's different fi- kinds of beans. There's fifteen beans, man. We got fifteen kinds of beans in that's Kansas. That's the soup man. you eat in Kansas. Yeah, man. We got we got fifteen bean soup. Is, did they call it fifteen bean soup? I mean, my mom calls it that. What a living hell a lot of people went through in their lives. I really feel privileged every time someone else opens their mouth, and I realize the absolute hell that most people just went through. Were you were you raised in a, a wealthy household? It wasn't wealthy, no. I mean, my, we had a pool. We had an in, it was an in-ground pool, um, but you, it was six feet, so you had to dive like out. You couldn't dive <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, you had to dive horizontally, otherwise you'd you, crack you, your you'd head. You'd crack your head, but my yeah. friends had like 15-foot pools, and they, you could just literally just dive and just fucking... Oh, to be on the other side of the tracks with yeah. a bigger pool. I mean, it was tough. You know, my parents didn't have... they they. They didn't have a lot of money that they earned, but they did the right thing and they mortgaged themselves and they yeah. spent, you know, they went into substantial debt so that we could live a life. And I appreciate that, you know? Yeah. But that's what the baby boomers did. And that's why, you know, society is maybe, you know, 15 or 20 years out from collapsing. But it's so nice to have a pool. I mean, I'm sure it's it was. so nice to have a pool. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Well, I hear, and, and it was like, it was a, like, I mean, it was not an easy upbringing. We went to like a lot of theme restaurants, like Fridays and stuff. And so that was jarring. Yeah. But it was, uh, you know, when I hear other people, when I hear like 15 bean soup or I was in a pedophile cult or something, whatever these stories. <laughs> Same. It meets in the middle of the Venn diagram. meets in the middle. I was locked in a cage and you know, fucked by the local <laughs> senator or I was eating, you know, beans. Um, I realized that I guess I was kind of a privileged guy. Yeah, I was exposed to very nice things early on. Like okay, nice well, and then you you kind of get acclimated uh, to you're like, oh, this is just this is just normal, and it's what I deserve. Like yeah, you yeah. have to believe you deserve yeah. luxury. You're like, oh, I belong here. Yeah, I absolutely. deserve luxury. I like luxurious animals. Like yeah. if I see an animal that I don't find luxurious, I don't like it. Like the cat in West Hollywood, I like is a big fat furry Persian cat because it's like a. It's the oh, sham- over yeah. here. We have a sphinx. Did you yeah. say you own a sphinx? Right. Yes, we shipped it in from <laughs> Egypt, and it's over here behind this glass armoire. The, the you know, I like to see a cat or a dog and go, "Oh, that's the lobster bisque of that breed." You know, I like to be around nice things. We're I, only here for a little while. I, I mean, it's true. Uh, yeah, I think we we probably grew we. My family grew up very working class where, yeah. so my mom uh, has worked at UPS a long time. She okay. has like cleaned uh, very wealthy people's houses right? and she would house sit for them and yeah. it would be a big deal when we would go over to swim in their pool it's like for the deal. weekend when it's they're out of deal. town. Yeah. yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it'd be a big deal. I'd be like people, walking around. So like, these were like wealthy people in Kansas. They were making like sixty, seventy thousand a year. <laughs> so that was like it was like serious wealth. Yeah, I mean, dude, I think these were like dynasties. Dude, they had di- dude. There was a seventy-five thousand dollar dynasty that yeah, we once amazing. visited. That it was like you have hot water, here? dude. I've never been. Maybe I was to Kansas one time. Because I was a, when I was a little kid, I was an actor, and we toured around the country on a bus. Oh, really? Yeah, we did a show called Any Any Get Your Gun. I played Little Jake. Many of the people listening now. No, when did your deep voice kind of come in? Have you always had I've that? always kind of had a raspy, a ra- scratchy yeah. smoker's voice, which yeah. was not good as an actor, because when you're... I was a cute little kid, but I was like, hello, and the directors <laughs> were like, well, this isn't an anti-smoking PSA. <laughs> the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> Got a light. Um, so hey, Annie, Annie, I'm gonna adopt you. <laughs> yeah, I one of my jokes is like I auditioned for Home Alone, I but it was for the role of Joe Pesci. You know, but no, I was on this tour bus and we'd go around uh, and perform, and it was a big budget, like it was kind of like a Broadway show. And I think we, I think we did a gig in Can- like we went all over the South and the West, and I think we did Kansas. I'm pretty sure. Probably. I mean, plays are pretty big there. Like yeah. they, they get most of like like yeah. the um like I think Rogan just did with Santino uh the Starlight Theater uh which is yeah. like an outside venue in Kansas City, that's like I I saw a bunch of plays there growing oh, up. Oh, interesting. And which I was like, oh, they're doing that venue. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I saw like Peter Pan there and, oh, cool. and like different like. I love Bands how perform. wholesome the plays are. You're like, I saw Peter Pan. I saw Peter Pan. There. I want to see Rent go out there and just be like, AIDS, 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 AIDS. I, I got it. You got it. AIDS. I don't. Th- I don't know how well uh, Rent would do at the Starlight. I want to see Hamilton in, in, in the start with an all white cast. Yeah, all white Hamilton, all white Hamilton in the Starlight yeah. Theater. I mean, you know, great. That, that that's that's what but Kansas disabled, City needs. Because there's no black, so you'd have to use you'd have to use somebody who's marginalized. You'd be need, all white disabled people doing yeah, Hamilton. You need crutches, you need wheelchairs, and you need those uh, cane yeah, things. Yeah, just rapping, just people with cerebral palsy rapping on stage at the Starlight Theater. I wish it could happen. I want it to happen. I would I'll love. Invest. I mean, I'd love to see it. I would love to see that. Okay, you know, maybe we can set some money aside to invest in that. I'll talk about it. Okay, that sounds good. It sounds fair. Dude, yeah, you've got a you've got a powerful voice. It's a it's a it's a voice where you get ready to hear some real aggressive, horrific things when do you, you hear it. Do you ever do the uh, like the movie trailer voice uh, whenever you're breaking bad news to somebody or something? In a, in a world, in a world where I don't have the money that I owe you, uh, Tim. Hey, uh, the the rent is actually uh, due tomorrow. So uh, if you could leave the check. Um, on the fridge I'd appreciate that in a world where I am still in the acquisition phase of my career decisions must be made deals must be cut and unfortunately I will not have that money and I don't know when I will okay um, (laughs) so we're thinking on like Tuesday next Tuesday in a world where dates are impossible to give you because of the nature of my career we can only hope and pray that eventually things work out. Okay, well, uh, you surely have half. Like, if you could give me half, then maybe I could swing. Like, I could pull some money from one of my other accounts, and then maybe, like, if you give me half now, then maybe we could be semi on time. Do you think that could? In a world where it would be impossible to give you half, 
one man stands alone, staring down the system that has oppressed him forever, trying to free himself. This is his story. In a world where the roommate just heard some terrible news, he decides to kill the other roommate, Tim Dillon. You cannot kill me because I am already dead. Autobots, assemble. <laughs> Roll out. I do have a voice. I have that kind of voice. Bumblebee. Yeah, I have that kind of voice where it's uh, it is a real specific like the like I got a, I got I got a, a, a I was I played a talking ashtray once. Did you really play a talking ashtray? Yeah, they put a speaker in an ashtray where I was like roasting smokers. This was an anti-smoking thing, and like I was supposed to sound like an ashtray, and it, it, I literally did it. It was kind of fun. I have it on. I have it. It's a fun thing. And uh, and then like every now and then I'll play like I'll get a voiceover role to play like a rat or like a, a sewer animal like some type of right you know every now and then like my agent will send me something where they'll be like hey can you play this role and it'll be like surfer dude sixteen years old I'm like do you no like have you heard what I sound like and you're like yeah I, I mean I could audition for teenage surfer role and then they're like okay whenever you're ready. Yeah, it's like this Hey um <laughs> Hey oh, oh hey you wanna go catch some tasty waves, dude? <laughs> or what? Would that be dude, I hear that the 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 tide is really strong right now. It's pretty cool, man. Hey, do you wanna go get some uh you wanna go get some some California burritos later or something, man? <laughs> Would you be into that? And then they're like, um, do you, could you do it again, yeah. but less, less villainy? Yeah. Could you not sound like a dock worker at the end of his rope? <laughs> Can you not sound like an easily corruptible narcotics officer? Is that, is there a way you cannot sound like a congressman who a lacrosse player has been let out of his office in tears? Is there any way that you could sound like that? Could you uh, not sound like you're just sweating for no reason. Yeah. Do you do voiceover ever? <laughs> uh, yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Not 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 too often though. I'd love to get into it more. But would you? No, I I listen. I mean I really would. I, 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 I would mean, too, but it's like I would to make money, but an, who gives a fuck? Animated stuff. I would love to I do I would like to voice a cool animated character. Yeah. I think yeah. that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I think that'd be like, okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I uh so we did, uh, we've done a couple different shows on the road together at this point. We did um, yeah. the Impractical Jokers Cruise. Yes, we did. Uh, and that was quite the experience. That was yeah. super fun. I wrote a bit about it. Just the, the whole, that whole cruise industry is amazing to me. Yeah. It's amazing to me that those boats are allowed to go wherever they want in the, and just land on someone's, people live in those places. Oh, yeah. They? It's like a nightmare. But um, yeah, yeah, it was uh, interesting. Yeah, imagine the people living there who just see boatloads of like, yeah. like idiots like yeah, being unloaded I mean, onto their land. Yeah, like, that I, just is like looks like the worst oh, thing dude, ever. It's like the worst. But um, yeah, I got like a five minute bit out of that. It's a great, I love those guys, but like the whole cruise cruises are weird. Cruises in general. They're that was my for, first one, and I think it's, it's a specific uh, type, type of, of comedian per- or person that can even right. thrive. Yeah, garbage. <laughs> You know, a, a, a trash person, a throwaway we, human being. We also did uh, something called Ha the Musical at Skankfest yeah. together. Yeah. And I guarantee you, this is the only show that I've ever done. So uh, 
I was told that I needed to be off book. And right. I don't think everybody was told that. No. So, a lot of people were not off book. I didn't know there was a book. Right. Exactly. So, so that's a perfect I was example. Shocked. Yeah. So I'm the only one that really spent hours and hours memorizing oh this God. long song. What a loser. Dude, exactly. What a loser. So the audience, it's the first time this ever happened. I'm nailing everything. I'm hitting yeah, all yeah, my yeah. cues. I'm hitting every single line. Yeah. I'm out there. I'm doing yeah. it. I eat it because it was too good yeah like the audience is like this is supposed to be like a comedian thing like you're like yeah. nailing yeah. everything what, well, what yeah, are you doing they were kind of i think they were like intimidated because you took it to like i took to heart you took it to heart you're like up there fucking doing hamilton and we're all up there like just phoning it in as you should because we're right. performing in a converted garage that's a mexican <laughs> restaurant and you're like you're out there you're murdering i'm like this guy's great and then the crowd afterwards was like, fuck this guy. Yeah, they did I'd not never like seen, me. It was a fascinating thing to watch. Yeah, just me like giving everything I got. Like, ah, and then the crowd being like, nope. Yeah, well, that's that Skankfest crowd. Like, I know. What kind of shit is this? Yeah, you know? this is not what I wanted to see comedians flub and fail. Like, this is not what I abandoned my children for. <laughs> this is not what I spent all my money to get to New York City to watch. Yeah. Somebody who's qualified and competent trying yeah what are you no. doing i want to see things get thrown against the wall come on let's, yeah let's have some some havoc being wreaked right uh i want to get into this segment real quick uh it's called the kindness challenge so every week on this podcast tim i ask the uh the listeners i challenge the listeners the viewers to uh and myself to do something nice or something out of the kindness of their heart yeah. for, uh, it could be a stranger, it could be somebody that they, that they know, it doesn't matter as long as they're contributing something positive to society, Okay. right? So uh, I read letters of the people who submit their their acts of kindness and I read them in the voice that I think that okay. they sound like. And then we, we'll talk about it yeah. and, uh, and see what... Um, what uh, if if you've done something uh, yeah. that, that qualifies uh, of as of recent? So this uh, this one, uh, I don't know what this girl sounds well, like. I will say this: a kid that I told months ago to quit comedy. We had a real conversation. He doesn't really work hard, so I was like, "You should just stop." He just got out of a psych ward because he tried to kill himself, but he didn't do it. <laughs> but he tried. So it's like. If he had done it, I would have said that's my good deed for the year. But he's back out, and he'll probably be at an open mic soon. So you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to do things, but I don't. Nobody's. There's no follow through. There's no follow through with that. The guy didn't try a comedy. And then he's like, I kind of tried to kill myself. Everyone knows how to kill themselves. Stop pretending that you tried to kill yourself. All right. Thank you. That's my aside. That's uh, that, that's his kindness challenge for, for the month. Yeah. Uh, this one goes, um, uh. Hi, Jeremiah. I thought you would like to read my email because I'm a girl from Kentucky and I'm very eager to see how your accent sounds. This doesn't sound like a girl. This voice you're doing does not. This sounds like a war. You don't think so? This sounds like a a person who said I've always been a girl. Okay. Okay. I mean, whatever you think. (laughs) I recently upgraded from two jobs to one and I have more free time. So I started volunteering at an animal shelter. This shelter has a lot of senior cats and dogs as well as animals that have special needs after working with this population i can now say that i am an advocate for considering an older pet when looking to adopt i know it seems sad to think that you'll have less time with your new pet but 
trust me, when I say quality matters over quantity, older pets still have a lot of love to give, and it's not true that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. My boyfriend and I love your work, and we always talk about how nice you and Joelberg seem. We can't wait to see Kill Tony live one day, and we will continue to enjoy seeing you both of you succeed in your career. Take care, Michelle Montgomery. That's very sweet. What was that again? So this is this is what uh, she wants people to adopt. She wants people dogs. to adopt. So um, I think that she uh, her kindness challenge was she started volunteering at an animal shelter. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you a, are you an, uh, an animal lover yourself? I love animals, and I as long as people aren't helping people, that's my big thing. Right. You know? You're anti people pro. Well, no, I mean it's just funny. I'm obviously saying that as a joke. It would right. be funny. Does she feel that way about a fifty year old schizophrenic? Yeah, but like, the same way. You're like, well, can she bring in somebody who's... You can teach an old dog new tricks. What about a Vietnam vet You want to, who's homeless? Can you teach him new tricks? How about you and your boyfriend teach him new tricks? I mean, maybe that's the next kindness challenge for them. You know? I yeah. mean, good for her. I'm glad. Here's the thing with the animals. It's easy to love animals because they're furry and warm and whatever. You know, they're cute. It's so easy. So people who do animal stuff never impress me. You're not a good person. You're not better than anyone else. It's the e. Oh, you love a puppy? Oh, what a fuck. Oh, you're a hero. You love a goddamn adorable puppy that you want to help. Shocking. You want to be around a bunch of cute puppies. Great. Go be around somebody who smells like piss and shit because they shit themselves. How about that? Prove to me you're a good fucking person, you fraud. Anyway, thanks See, for the email. Yeah, we, we, you know, Tim and I have different approaches on how we do the kindness challenge. Tim's is a little bit more direct and a little bit more like abrasive, like get your stuff together. I'm like, hey, if you if you pull one off, that's fantastic. Yeah, well, God bless. Is that it? That's the only kindness challenge? That's the only kindness challenge for okay. this week. Yeah. So uh, uh, you posted a video recently that uh, went semi-viral that was what do you mean semi-viral it's almost 400,000 views what's viral a million <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what do you mean semi-viral it was our, retweeted our, by our, all kinds of people I love, semi-viral <laughs> what are you talking about I love how offended right away are you I don't nuts know, I don't know what the standard is for what is considered viral anymore well you knew it enough to say semi <laughs> I didn't mean to knock it down or anything like that Okay, so so let me rephrase that. Tim Dillon had a... uh, Viral video. He had a viral video. That's right, viral. AIDS shit. Viral, like get up in your system. Like you can't forget what you saw. Like you can't unsee what has been seen once you watch this. Full-blown AIDS. Full-blown AIDS. You put out a very, very viral video. Yeah. uh, About Megan McCain's... Yes, response to Donald Trump. Yes. And uh, it's pretty entertaining. Well, I appreciate it's it. It's you in full drag. Full drag. Yeah. And you really just... Um, I leaned in. You leaned in like, and went pretty much maybe some things that Meghan McCain could have maybe wanted to say or... Sure. Or who knows. But, but really like let like... Th- your top blow off as well yeah as i gave her. the idea that she had a baby with her father yeah. before he died and then mm-hmm. she wants to fuck his corpse yeah so there are things in there she might not so there's of. there's some things that she probably didn't like right but i'm a comedian i know somebody that kind of knows her that does know her and was like yeah she might think it's funny she might not it really depends so 
I don't know. I thought she was going to clap back at me. I was going to get to go on The View, explain to her what comedy was. Right. You know, I don't know, but that didn't happen. Well, this is really weird. Uh, um, you know, we have a pretty big reach on this show. Megan McCain is actually calling into the show. Oh, right my now. God. Yeah, she, I, she must have heard us talking about this her or crazy. something. Um, but uh, hello, um, Megan, uh, is that you? Who is this? Is this Jeremiah Watkins? Um, you fucking failure! Oh well, something something's up with your. I don't know what's. Uh, you sound like very strange right now. Uh, I sound strange. Let me tell you why. Uh, you oh, fucking loser. Oh, there you are. Okay. My father is a fucking icon. Who's your father? M- um, my dad's name is Ken. Oh, Ken. Ken from Kansas, huh? Was he tortured in a cage like my daddy? No, but he uh, he was uh, he did uh, Marine Corps reserves. Oh. Oh, uh, wait, you just... My kids are fucking huge! You're saying that you're a hero just because your dad uh, was a war veteran? That I'm a fucking royal family member, you fucking corn-pone, Kansas County Fair piece of shit! You're a fucking loser! Hey, I think my family probably voted for you. Oh, they probably did because they're retarded. My father... We have a lot of retards that support us, and we love them. We love those dumb Kansas fucks with their eyes really close together, their mealy mouth, poverty fucking hands. That's right. Hey, have you ever tried 15 bean soup? No. I like 30 ingredients in all of my food choices. Yeah. I like 30 ingredients. Okay. Because my tits need to get fed. <laughs> your tits my need tits to be... My tits are huge. Your t- t- you said your tits need I've to be... I've had four breast reductions, and my back still gets thrown out every time I breathe. You keep slipping discs in your back, even though you keep having breast reductions? You can never suck on these tits. They're too fucking big. Uh, Megan, I never asked to your suck on... Your dumb little mealy Kansas mouth. Okay, I d- uh, even if I wanted to, like, I have a wife, I'm not wanting to, like, perform any kind of, like... Okay. Those puppies, those sick dogs. Sick dogs? They're rescue dogs. <laughs> you call your boobs rescue dogs? They are rescue tits. Oh, rescue tits. You know why? Tits. They're here to rescue you from being a faggot. Okay, I, 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 I love that you called into the show, but I have to let you Tim go. Tim Dillon's now. a fat cunt, and he's not successful, and that video is semi-viral. You were right about that, <laughs> okay. but you have no fucking confidence, okay? Okay. You have no confidence unless you have a goddamn saxophone cock in your mouth. Okay, well, now you're crossing the line, man. All right, well, now watch, I'm getting watch, a little bit upset with you, okay? View. Watch the view. That's your plug. Oh, now she left on me. I didn't even get to have I the mean, last word on that. I, I, uh, she is a real fire starter. Hey, and Tim, thanks for freaking backing me up, dude. Where, you, where were was, you that whole time? I was so just terrified, and I was ready for her to come at me. Did you hear her going after me? She really went after you, and you know what's weird? You didn't even make the video. I know. It's like she thought that I was the had like that I produced just, the video or directed it or she something. She hates that you're giving me a platform. I think that's what it that's is. That's what it is. And then, uh, you know, that I was plugging it. She and... went at your family from Kansas. Dude, I thought that that crossed the line. And I it's mean... It's not right. They're good people. Right? I Who mean, cares? Reading doesn't... It's not that important. No. You know? Yeah. And also, she like... Who disres- cares? Who has a valid driver's license? <laughs> she disrespected my dad she even. Really, well, because her dad is, in her mind, the only dad. Yeah, that's true. There is no other dad but her dad. Yeah, that's true. Well, what are you going to do? It's weird, man. It's crazy what 
kind of reach this show has. It's wild, but I don't I don't doubt that she is now stalking me. So whatever thing I do, she's gonna she'll probably if I do Rogan again, she'll fight him. She might she'll, get into she'll, the she'll, do, she'll she'll get into the octagon. She might with, get in the octagon. She might do with her tits. Just slapping them around, Just smacking dude. people with tits. It's amazing. Yeah, dude. What's the? Uh, let's go back to 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 high school, Tim. Yeah. Okay. What um? What, what what's like a? You said that you did plays growing up. Growing up, but I quit at twelve. I, you quit at twelve. I was an actor from like six you to retired. twelve. You put the. the you put the yeah. sequin scarf on the shelf. You hung it up. And well, at like, twelve, I looked pretty much like I do now. So yeah. it didn't real. There was no more roles. I was competing with John Goodman and Delta Burke. <laughs> twelve. Twelve. I was competing with Delta Burke. They're like, bring in Delta and bring in Tim. And Tim. <laughs> uh, we're Tim. We liked you. We're gonna go with Kathy Bates again. Ah. Again? Come on. Again? I mean, come on. You could save so much more money if you fucking go with me. Tim, we're going to go with Harvey Firestein again. I know you're 13. What do you mean? I mean, did, uh, I, uh, did, did I beat Tim out of another role or what? Yeah. yeah. See you later, Tim. That's when people are like, oh, it looks you're... like Kathy Bates got the hot tub scene in About Schmidt over you. <laughs> people go, oh, you're gay, but you're not feminine. It's like Kathy Bates is a woman. It's true. You know? She's mo- she's yeah. a woman. She's yeah. That's a woman. That's she lo- a lady. She looks like she eats squirrels. She's no joke. But like every rotisserie. Movie, she's always good. She's always great. She does, she's a killer. She's fantastic. Yeah. Dolores Dude. Claiborne. Misery. Misery. So good. Dude. Like one of my favorite parts in that movie is when she goes, uh, like he thinks he got away with it, like yeah. getting out of bed, and she the goes, best. "My penguin is facing north." So or, good. like whatever, and and he's just like. Completely, dude. Terrified. Are you excited about Pet Cemetery? I'm I a am. huge horror guy. I love Stephen King. Do you I'm like the Ramones song? I do. I don't want to be married in a pet cemetery. I'm I'm so pumped for that fucking movie, man. I hope it's good because everyone says it's good. Everybody says it's good, but it's always nerds who like. I, everyone thought that Hereditary was great. I was like, it's good, but it's really nerd. Like, so what? what is leaning more, hard into nerd genre? What, right what's now. more, your your horror passion? Uh, like within the genre because I love horror films. Like what's I mean, one of, what's so one like of your if favorite? You, if you want to talk classics, we could talk about things like Jacob's Ladder that are with Tim mm. Robbins. Okay. Like the, you know, Rosemary's Baby. Those are like classics. Right. But I love stuff like Devil's Rejects. Okay. I love like uh, um, a Cabin in the Woods. I thought it was really fun. I like Cabin in the Woods. Campy, fun. I shit. like a good mix of a little bit of campy yeah. With, yeah. I mean, like, I love the original. Uh, the Ring was great. Dude, yeah. I love all of that shit, dude. I love, like, I just love horror movies. Like, I love. Um, Did you like any of the uh, Insidious movies? Yeah, I think the first one I liked a lot. The first one's amazing. The first one I loved. They went first off one the, I loved. The first one, even the second one I liked a lot. Then they started to go off the deep end a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, now it's like Insidious 12. It's like we don't need. Yeah, the the last to the next left of the key. Yeah, but I thought Hereditary was good, but it's also just so dark the whole way through. There was not one moment of levity. It was just too much. I'm like, well, now you've you've like made it. Like, I don't care anymore that bad things are going to happen because the whole movie there was a funeral dirge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I, Even though it's not technically a horror movie, dude, I love like arachnophobia. Dude, arachnophobia. I I've love watched. That's that one of those movie, movies where dude. if if it's on cable, like I at a hotel, always watch it. You always watch it. Always watch. It's it. So good. Jeff Daniels is so good in that. So good. Oh man, I love that movie so, so good. Much. 
I love it. Have you I ever, think they're going to remake. Weren't they going to remake it? I think that they were thinking about it for a little bit. What about bit. Ice Spiders? These are ridiculous. Now we're getting into ridiculous. Ice Spiders? Horror. Ice Spiders. I don't know. Guys, if you want to watch a ridiculous trailer, go watch Ice Spiders. That's a real movie? Oh, buddy. Could Is you it do, a real movie? Could you do the uh, movie trailer? I don't, I, I don't know. Enough I saw about it a it. while ago. Is it about literally like people who are like very cold and like they have got big jackets on and stuff like that and spiders are getting underneath like no, their that puffy been, coats? That would have been much creepier and better of film. Because if you have tons of layers on yeah. and something gets like trying to much like, better. rip off yours all your are clothes. Ready. I like yours better. Okay. This is about giant uh, spiders, I believe, made of ice or from the Arctic who invade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Pretty cut and dry. Now, Arachnophobia, you like that movie, Fear of Spiders. Do you have a fear of anything that's like strange or anything like that or anything that like freaks you out like um, that other people mind, may have? I don't really mind spiders. I don't love them. Like I don't want them crawling all over me, but I don't freak out if I see one. I had a tarantula for you, two weeks you for, had a, a tarantula. for a science fair project. And then my- What was the science fair? It was just a bad, bad a spider. Like that was a project I did. And my mother found it and flipped out and made me return it. Um... But yeah, I mean, I, I am I afraid of like a, I don't know. Good question. I don't know. I'm not one of these guys who wants exotic pets, but what I'm not afraid. What is of your deepest fear, Tim oh, Dillon? Interesting. Reject. Probably rejection. Maybe rejection. Failing. 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 Failing at being rejected. Failing I want to be rejected. At being rejected. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to reject me. Your you video only went semi-viral. Well, <laughs> it's getting, it's getting, it's, get, it's it's still building. We're still getting a few views. Still gaining momentum, I see. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun. I would just these these um, yeah, man. These movies are like they're remaking everything. But I wish I have like a list of ten movies. I'm like, I want to see these again. What's some, what's some of those movies? I want to see Arachnophobia again. Yeah. That's one of them I want to see a, an updated version of. What do you think of uh, them updating Space Jam and movies like uh, The Lion King as well as Aladdin? Do you think that'll be I, good looks or do you think maybe like, that'll jump I don't, the shark? I don't, that's not for me. Those are for kids. Like, I don't care about that. Oh, okay. I might fuck with a Bill and Ted's remake. That's I happening. I might fuck with a Back to the Future. The only thing that I wish. I might wish- fuck with a classic Goonies remake. That could be that could I'm work. Like, I don't know, but I'm like these are things I would fuck with. Well, the, I would love it if they did a Goonies remake where Sean Astin and those guys have yeah. to get back together for like for some weird reason. Yeah, or something it would be like great. That. That'd be cool. I want Little Zan to be in it though. That's my that that's my that's that's the Goonies new benchmark. remake with Little Zan. Can we get uh some who's Lil in rehab Zan. taking care of himself? Shout out to Little Zan. Uh, can we get a uh, little pump in there as well? I want all the Lils. You're such a freaky girl. I love it. Such a good song. It is. Yeah, it's catchy. Right. As yeah. much as I don't want to like it, I like it. It's true. Uh, if you haven't seen for that song, uh, Brendan Schaub introduced Brian Callen to Lil Pump on oh, yeah. uh, Fighter and the Kid. And just to see Callen trying to understand like what what's the, happening. Yeah, what's happening yeah. is so funny. I've watched it so many oh, times. Oh, that's great. I got to look at that. Yeah. Anyway, I want to get into this next segment. Let's do it. It's called Fanning Out. Okay. Fanning Out. Questions from fans. I reached out to people online and said, hey, if you could ask Tim Dillon any question or maybe suggest a character impression for us to try to take on, what would it be? And uh, this first question comes from uh, Twitter. 
uh, ask his thoughts on Miracle Whip versus regular mayonnaise. Hellman's mayonnaise is superior. Miracle Whip is for white trash, carnival people, Ferris wheel workers. Uh, it's for dust bowl towns, dogs that have mangy dogs and kids that are just running around shoeless in an industrial lot. Uh, but I, I do like Hellman's. I do like Hellman's. I do believe if you bring it out, you do bring out the best. I do fuck with the Chipotle mayo. Millennials don't really like mayonnaise. Uh, they're, many of them are soulless. Um, I do think mayo is good, and Hellman's is good. I think Hellman's. I, I don't fuck with Miracle Whip. I know that Hellman's is maybe a Northeast thing, but the Northeast is why we have a country. So right. wake, wake the fuck up. I grew up, okay. with, I, I grew up with Miracle Whip. I am floored. I am shocked that Kansas grew up with Miracle Whip. Yeah, Hellman's is the move. Hellman's? Okay. Hellman's. Uh, that question came from at jgrave underscore I love all my fans are just disgusting. They're like, what do you what what do you think? What do you think about the difference? In Where do you stand on fun dip? Are you more of a party dip guy or a fun dip Everyone's guy? Everyone's political now except the people that enjoy what I do. Everyone's like, should it be socialism or capitalism? My fans are like, what do you think about Manhattan clam versus New England clam? The Great Chowder War. Welcome back to Chowder Wars 2020. We've got Tim Dillon representing to, the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to pitch a show with my friend where we just tried coleslaw at different diners called Slaw Boys. And we just went in and we're like, eh. That was a whole show. We'd go That's in and, You're like, yeah, too runny. We'd either go in and go, amazing, or eh, Slaw Boys. That would be a great like with like super like hot quality graphics and stuff. Oh, and then, like you're walking in intense. and out. It's like meh. Slaw Boys yeah. strikes again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slaw Boys live. We're about to live stream the slaw. And I just filmed a pilot with a company. They just did a documentary on French fries. So the world is over. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we're done. Uh, at Yoda nine oh four on Twitter, Tim Dillon is probably my favorite guest on RAP. Question. Have you ever had a near-death experience? Um, a lot of people that uh, have seen me would say every day. Um, so the closest I came, thanks for listening to Real Ass Podcast. Shout out to Luis Gomez. We yeah. do it. We, the best Real Ass Podcaster, I think, me, Lewis, and Nick Mullen, who I adore. Uh, I was fifth grade. I was coming down a hill in upstate New York in Goshen, New York. My uncle had a house there. Uh, if you know anything about upstate or whatever it was like, or Westchester, Rockland County, wherever it is, Putnam, I don't fucking know. But it's like, uh, it has like the, one of the oldest horse racing tracks in America. Maybe the oldest, I don't know. And uh, I was coming down the hill and I and I pumped the brakes really hard. Like I, sl- I didn't pump the brakes, I slammed on the brakes. And it threw me off the bike and I skidded along the street and my arms, like I still have the scar a little bit, like, I looked at my arms, like, my, they were all filled with rocks and shit, because I just hit, and my, the helmet, if you look at the helmet, it was, like, skit, like, fucked up. So, if I wasn't wearing that helmet, I think I'd probably be dead. Wow. Yeah. So, that's the closest I got to a near-death experience. I had a thing happen on uh, a bike once in, it was eighth grade. Yeah. And uh, I was, it was starting, to, like, the, it was it was dusk, right? And right. I was riding home quickly on this trail that connected yeah. uh, my buddy's house to my house, yeah. which is probably realistically about a mile, mile and a half away. Right. 
And uh, I remember like starting to be like, oh, like I'm, I was supposed to be home. Like, you know what I mean? That urgency, yeah. like, oh, my yeah. parents said that I was supposed to be home a little while ago. I got to pick up the pace on the so bike. you like getting them cigarettes and booze or something? <laughs> I was getting them, uh, <laughs> I was getting them beans for different My parents had had to get home. The lab was cooking. <laughs> so I had, uh, I had in my side satchels, I had uh, one live chicken that we were going to butcher <laughs> later that evening. And then I just had. Uh, and a bunch of squirrels I just kept in my pocket to keep warm. Keep put my hand in there. I had uh, milk from a cow's teat in uh, in an Ozarka water bottle. <laughs> oh wow, Ozarka! That's when I know I'm in a great area, right? Ozarka, Ozarka. So Ooh. I'm I'm riding my bike and uh, I'm getting that sense of like there's like some shady characters that like are like a little bit older than me. Yeah. You know, the like kids who are even a few years older than you, whenever you're in middle school, you're sure. like, oh no, like they could be like... I was doing drugs with them, but I, I imagine to some people they're scary. They're, so they're scary. Yeah. So I sense that they're going to start like, they're kind of acting like they're going to kind of start following me and I like start picking up the, the pace of my bike a little bit. And then my dad, he gave me his cell phone to... Uh, uh, to take over to my friend's house that so he could call and like check yeah. on me later or whatever. Right. And he called me from the home phone to ask probably where I was at. Right. And I was so scared. Like, I answered the phone without even thinking that I was on a bike. I go, hello? Like, immediately. Like, like I answered the phone and just ate it into the pavement and, like, just road ra- like road rash all over my face and like bruised it and swelled up my eye and everything and I had to ask my dad I was like could you come pick me up I just crashed my bike whenever uh, I answered the phone what did the kids do they did nothing it was just in my head right it was just like me freaking out being paranoid because my parents told me like you need to be home by six o'clock right yeah, yeah. so there you go is that near death? It's not really near death. It's not really near death. No. I just related to you on cheater. a cheater. I related to you on a He's bicycle a lever. I love I, can I not relate to you? All right, fine. Semi viral. <laughs> it's gonna be Guys, it's literally later tonight. Oh, Semi viral. Semi viral. Just gonna be stuck in your head. Oh, I'm gonna well I'll launch an attack. So uh this comes from Instagram, uh at Majeka Man. Can you tell a road story with Luis J. Gomez? Um, me, me, Luis, and Dave Smith, and and I think Justin Silver went on the road, and we did a podcast in a basement in Boston, and then then we what did we do? We did a we did like I think we did a comedy show. We did a comedy show at Nick's Comedy Stop in Boston, and the door guy at Nick's who's like the security guy. Lewis went to walk in, and Lewis had like a cup of coffee, and the door guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, do not bring that in." And you know, Lewis, Lewis like, "Yo, what, what, Wait, what do you mean, dog? What, what the fuck?" What, what Nick's like, two people got shot in here in the last six months," <laughs> and Lewis like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck is?" So Lewis like got into it with the guy. It was very, very funny. Um, and the guy was clearly like just a traumatized guy for whatever reason. I guess it's also like a nightclub maybe next. But they didn't allow the coffee in. And the guy just like followed us around the whole time and followed us around backstage. And like Lewis was like losing his mind. Um, and then after they got, I think Lewis and Dave got like blowjobs from these skanky girls at like this house party. And then me and Justin Silver were kind of like driving around Boston drinking coffee. And me, Justin just doesn't shut up, and I don't shut up. 
And we were just having <laughs> conversations simultaneously. This is ridiculous. I can't believe it. I can't believe they're fucking these girls. What are we doing? And, uh, and then I think we left at like 4 a.m. And then we finally, we finally got back at like 4 or 5 a.m. But I don't go on the road with Lewis a lot. I go on the road alone a lot. So, I mean, I've done a few things with Lewis. I love Lewis. He usually gets an argument with somebody. This was not his fault, though. The guy was like out of his fucking mind. He wouldn't let Lewis bring in coffee. But, um, yeah, I'm on the road alone usually. But have you ever have you ever had like a hookup on the road? I'm trying to think, or do you try to avoid that? No, I have, I have, I have. It's not something that happens all the time, but it does, it'll be, it has happened. Yeah, it's never from somebody that's at a show, really. Right, so it's just like from an app. There's not oh, okay. I don't think I don't want to make a generalization, but there's not a ton of gay dudes at comedy shows. Interesting. It's a lot of straight people, a lot of straight couples, huh? That are older, at least where I perform. I'm not doing yeah. like. Some like hip festival and like right. cool. Like sometimes I am, but a yeah. lot of times I'm performing like Missouri, you know, or wherever. So like a lot of times you'll find people on apps and stuff, but they're not usually like at the show. Right. Like seeking it out like, hey. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're not usually there. Or sometimes like a gay couple will come to the show. Okay. Yeah. Which is nice. Nice. Uh, this one comes from at. Ty two trees on Instagram. If you could be a child of the Bush or Clinton family, Great which question. would you choose? My favorite question so far. Yeah, Bush. Really had money forever. Clinton's kind of had to. Oh, they had to earn it. Right. And by earn it, I mean rape, murder, and steal. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Come on, guys. But they had to earn it. Bushes have been rich for a little bit, not forever, ever. Like they don't. It's not old, old money, but it's like old enough where it's like I would prefer to be in that family. Mm. Well, it's weird. Uh, George W. Bush is actually calling in the That's show right insane. now. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Hey, just uh, just Tim Dillon right here. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Uh, heard you want to be in the family. I kind of do. I mean, we're gonna welcome you with open arms, I, man. I appreciate. I think I'm a good fit. I think you're a great fit. I think you'd be a perfect candidate for this family. I'm an ex-addict. I've never accomplished anything in a conventional sense. You'll fit right in. I know. You know yeah. what? My stamp of approval. Yeah. You could run for the president of the United States of America. I appreciate it. I love lying, sir. I love making things up and, and you'll, telling. You'll yeah. fit right in. As the I love telling yeah. things to people and having them believe them when they're not true. Yeah. If you can uh, look down to the barrel of a camera and completely lie to millions of people. I can. Then this job's for you. <laughs> I can and I will. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for all the good work you've done for our country. Yeah, absolutely. I've uh, been taking a painting lately. Have you uh, seen any of my work? Uh, I've seen a little bit of it. Okay, well, it's only gone semi-viral, so I, yeah. I guess you wouldn't, uh, wouldn't I, you could have seen it or maybe not have seen it. I don't know. I Well, I appreciate I appreciate your faith in me, but um, I'll tell you this. Hey, uh, uh, I, lo- I like that Megan McCain video you did. It is good. I'm not supposed to like it or think it's funny because, you know, he was my running mate. I'm surprised like you that. saw it because only like four or 500,000 people have seen it. It's not viral. I said that to my old chief, uh, chief of staff, secretary of state. They were ROFL, rolling oh, on the floor laughing. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm glad you guys are just fucking watching videos online. Oh, watching, watching, watching Twitter videos, Peyton. We're having a oh, that's grand awesome. time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, so uh, cool. Well, uh, if you ever want to go hunting or anything like that, uh, I, I I would absolutely love. I would like I I would like to hunt already dead animals if that's not a problem, because I get nervous and yeah, I. Yeah. I'm from Texas. We can work something. You out. know what I mean? I I just like a few corpses. We could just put a couple of bullets in on the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's got to know. Yeah. I like hurting what's already hurt. Hey, if you get you, my. Did you see that Dick Cheney? 
movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, what do you think about all that? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I I, I kind of hoped it was going to be a little better. I mean, me too. I, I was hoping there would be a little bit more me in it. <laughs> I agree with you. I, <laughs> I felt like I stole a show. I know. Okay, well, I got to get going, but... uh. All right, well, enjoy the rest of the day. All right, good to see you. I respect the man for making a phone call like I that. I mean, you know, it's it's rare that I, a former president of the United States will call into the show. But I don't think it it shouldn't be rare. It's sad that it is rare. I think Obama might have called in once on yeah. the show. But, it's sad uh, that it's rare. Yeah. At uh, Gerber Sean on Instagram, Mr. Dillon, please talk about being dressed in costume selling Obamacare out of a van. Yeah, so I got a job once. Uh, this is true. A literal clown. Literal. I'm not trying to make fun of the guy, even though me and him then had a disagreement. And I consider him a figurative clown, too. But he was literally a clown. Uh, approached me about being a Santa for the holidays. And I'm like, okay. And I thought it was going to be like, it was decent money, not great money. What year was this, by the way? 2000, maybe 14, 15. Okay, so you've been doing comedy a long time. Yeah, well, I started in, in 2011. So okay, I've yeah. been doing it for a while. And he was like, I want you to make some money. You you would be a Santa for the holidays. So I'm like, okay, Santa, kids, sick kids, whatever. I don't know. Turns out I was a Santa that was going to sell Obamacare out of a truck in bad areas. Okay? So they would drive a like health first truck and then I would stand outside with a bell and try to get people's attention and little kids would run up to me thinking I'm fucking Santa Claus and then their parents, as soon as they got up to the truck, we would hand them papers and go, let's apply. Like, it was the worst Christmas bait and switch ever. <laughs> what a scam. I would hand the little kid a, um, like a, whatchamacallit, uh, a candy cane. And then the kid Here's would be like. Here's a candy cane. Right. And the, can- the kid would be like, what am I going to get, Santa? And I would be like, you're going to get coverage. Afford- affordable health care. You're going to get coverage. You're going to have a high premium, but that's okay. I have a high premium. Just declare bankruptcy. It doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Yeah. We have no debtor's prison. I was explaining this to five-year-olds. I'm like, you're living in an area where you could get shot, possibly. It may not be something you did wrong, but there's a lot of caught-in-the-crossfire situations. You want to have this, so if you do get shot, they're like, Santa, I'm going to get shot. I'm like, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying definitely, but it is a possibility. So that was a very depressing thing, and I was fired, I swear to God, for not being jolly enough. And you're like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? We're in, an, we're, we're in a collapsed society, and I'm a fucking Santa Claus trying to lure people in so they can sign up for this program they can barely afford. Okay. What, uh, a, what a Christmas miracle. This is, a, this is a segment that I call Real Ass Santa. I'm a kid, yeah. and I'm gonna, uh, you're at the mall, and I'm about to sit on your lap. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, this is great. Oh, Santa Claus. Oh, can I sit on your lap? Oh, this is great. Hi. Uh, 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 my name's Joey, and uh, uh, can I just, should I tell you what First I want First of all, for stop Christmas? it. Joey, you'll never get anywhere in life if you keep asking for things the way you're asking for them. Just do. Just do. Keep Stop asking for permission. Take what you want. Okay. Um, I was hoping to, to get like a, a, a new uh, super soaker for, for Christmas. They just uh, came back out with them. It's a water gun. Um, 
Can you get that? Joey, by the looks of you and your family, you're going to need to conserve water. You don't need to be squirting it at each other. Water is going to be the new gold in the next century. Do you understand? Companies are going to privatize resources and start selling it to each other. Joey, you're not high up on the food chain. I know you don't get this yet. But you're not going to be the you're not going to be fucking around with water. The water that you have is going to be kept in mason jars, hopefully under your fucking house in a fucking disaster relief shelter, okay? You, you, water to you is fucking moon rocks. You better fucking keep track of that shit. Okay, could I maybe get like a Hot Wheels or something like that? That can be arranged, but you do look malnourished. So I think I'm just going to give you a couple of Ranch One chicken sandwiches. You can eat some poultry. Mass produced, yes. Okay. You look like you were raised on Fun Dip. Your little brittle bones, your beady eyes sticking out of your head. Your mother that's a bartender at the local saloon. Your father that's addicted to opioids. You're a goddamn Netflix documentary, Joey. You don't even see it. I, I don't. I, um, you can't even get abducted by pedophiles because you look you look a little methy in the face. What? They don't. I'm not. People don't even want me. No one wants you. Even sick men don't want to fuck you. Is there something I could do about that? I don't know. I mean, hit the gym. Okay. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna leave now. I don't feel very good. Yeah, I would leave anyway. There's they're giving away free bourbon chicken in the food court. If the Asian guy tells you you've had too many samples, just stare him down. He will fucking let you. He'll blink. This has been real ass second. That'd <laughs> be so terrifying to, to fun. <laughs> have a have but a but necessary. But necessary. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. Uh, um, oh, this comes from at j.ferrar922 on Instagram. What got you into comedy, and when did you first feel like you could call yourself a professional? I was a juror on a murder trial in 2011. It was murder, torture, rape. It was the best time that I'd ever had because I just sat for two weeks and I heard about you know murder and torture and all this cool shit. But it was also sad because I personally was like, not like happy in my own career. And then someone died too. That was sad. But I was really taking that time, using it as a retreat and focus on myself. And uh, the DA was so good. Like she was really good. And she laid the case. I, I looked at her. I was like, oh, she's meant to be doing what she's doing. And I'd always kind of been funny and like a class clown. And I was funny every day in the jury room. And everyone was like, it was so hard to laugh because like every day you'd hear like, oh, and then he stabbed her in each eye and blah, blah, blah. And I'd like make a funny joke about it because it's like, it's funny, you know? You're, com- you're comedic relief I'm for a, this horrible I'm a, situation. I'm a goof. So at the end of that, I made a decision. Like I got to change my life. I got to sober up. I'm going to come out of the closet. And then I think I want to do stand-up comedy. And those things all happened within- They all they all happened Came together. within like two months. Wow, that dude, so, that's that's major life change. That was a major. All that like, was a major life change. And I and I and I actually I killed that woman. Really? Yeah, I killed her and then wow. framed the guy because I knew I needed something. You needed material. I needed a fucking. You needed a platform where you could start honing your craft. Yeah, you want to hear one of my dumbest jokes? That I'd I wrote love about it. The trial. It was the first joke. I was like, you know, some people on this trial are too stupid to understand the questions. So they would be like, uh, um, what was the defendant's demeanor? What was his demeanor? And then the person on the stand, whose name was Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi would be like, well, he was meaner than his brother. That's what comedy is. That's what it is. Uh, When did I first call myself a comedian? Um, I think after I did JFL, 
I not that that meant really a ton, like, but I started to feel more like kind of. But when I started going on the road, and I still sometimes will just to avoid conversations on a plane or in an Uber or something. Won't say I'll just say really because I also like talking. I like to pretend like I'm a big real estate agent. I know a lot about like the market. I'm a sure, but so sometimes I won't say. It, but like once I started going on the road and earning money from it in like 2015, 2016, 2017. Um, and then once I did like the Comedy Central and that shit, I was I was I was comfortable calling myself a comedian. But you know, it's you know, I don't know. I'm never like. Was it you'll see Chappelle and you're like, oh, I'm not a comedian. You know what I mean? You're never really comfortable was, with. Was it, with your it. Uh, you did um, the Netflix thing, right? I did that quarter hour. Yeah, yeah. Was that did that feel like a big like that benchmark? Felt like a thing. And, the Comedy I mean, Central half hour felt like Netflix. A thing. I mean, you've had to have been hit up by a bunch of people. Like it's Netflix, so you know it feels more like a thing. Just going into a club where you don't know anybody and you roll into some town you don't know and you entertain them and you're you do great. And they all leave shaking your hand going, thanks a lot. I had a great time. Yeah. That is more of a thing than, to me, that felt more. And then walking back to the hotel and just sitting there and be like, oh, I'm doing the thing that I want. This is it. Yeah. This is what it is. Because the Netflix and Comedy Central all to get to there. And then hopefully you want more and more of those people to come out and see you. But that to me was the biggest thing. When I showed up to like a Zanies in Chicago and. I just, you know, had seven shows over the weekend and, you know, the, the majority of them were really, really good. And even the ones that weren't, I knew how to handle it and I was good. And, you know, and when you have people leaving a club going, oh, we're happy we came out. That's when I felt. Yeah. Yeah. So in that span of time, you mentioned that, that you you got sober, you came out and you decided you were going to become a comedian. Yeah. What in what order were your parents the most supportive to least supportive? Oh, interesting. They didn't care about the gay thing. Uh, comedian's not real until it is. So they're just like, great. They're like, yeah, go for it. Okay. Great. Yeah. Sobering up, they knew they were like, good. They. Yeah. I was doing this all at 25. Mm-hmm. This is very late. Yeah. You're 25. You, I'm over 30. And I'm 34. It's like, now you're parent. Now it's like, no one gives a shit about you now. Right. I have a bit about that where like pep talks are done. Everything's over now. You better figure it out. They don't care anything about it. Nobody's told me anything. Nobody's told me to lose weight in seven years. Nobody cares. Oh, you're a smoke. Oh, smoke outside. Great. We love that you smoke. You're suicidal. You have pills in the bathroom. Great. We love it. Whatever you want to do. Live your life. It's your life. I could be fucking heroin rifling through their drawers. They'd be like... He's doing his own thing. You know what? He's following his passions. He really, and we respect that. People are done with you. But even at 25, it gets to the point where they're like, you know, they're a little hands off. They're like, cool, sure. man. But I think with the comedy thing, my dad's super into it. My dad will like that's, sh- that's cool. share what I'm doing on Facebook, which is insane. Literally insane. Tim will be on tinfoil hat again with Sam Tripoli discussing Hillary Clinton's sex ring. <laughs> you can catch him. <laughs> it's crazy. Everything I do, he'll share it. Great lineup tonight in the Hollywood Improv. Tim's back in the Hollywood Improv. It's very sweet of him. That's very nice. He speaks to me once a year, but he'll share everything I do. Now no, he speaks to me more than now, that. Now, uh, there's a lot of comments saying that your mom was a mermaid. Um, yeah, I told the story on the Honeydew. My mother was a wiki-watchy mermaid. Yeah. I come from a long line of real accomplished people. She's actually calling into the show. Oh, uh, my So maybe God. she could elaborate on this Let's a hope. little bit more. Um, hello, uh, is it? Is it Mrs. Uh, Dylan? Is it Mrs. Uh, Dylan? Dylan? Patricia Ryan Dylan. Patricia Ryan Dylan? Is Something. that uh, 
Um, hello? Hello? You're going to have to get really into that, that phone receiver. There it Hi. is. Hi. Yes. Are you there with my son? Here, could you speak up? You're, 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 very, you're very breathy right now. I apologize, but I'm a fucking mermaid. Okay. You know, you know what that's like. I don't know. I actually was curious. My son used to steal money out of my pocketbook so he could do cocaine when he was fourteen years old. Is that a real thing, Mrs. That's Dillon? Absolutely real. And I didn't even have any money. You know why? Because I was a fucking mermaid. Well, how much do mermaids make an hour? Not a lot. It's what it's it's the thing that people in Florida do before the strip clubs open. They come to go jerk off in a parking lot while I swim around in a tank. That's what it is. I know it sounds glamorous, but it's not. It's just a bunch of guys who got rolled out of a strip club. Touching themselves to me while I swam around. Now, did you, you must have gotten pretty good at, at swimming, like with like what, what's the? Uh, did you ever show Tim what it looked like to get like into the prosthetic or whatever you want to call I, it? I've the, taught him how to flash his tits at truckers that are passing the roadside mermaid gallery. Absolutely. Oh, okay. The so first thing I taught him. He was so he was in the family business for a little while. Well, he knew. He knew. He was on swim team for a while. Okay, he was on swim team. So he but knew that's what to... it was. That was what it was. I was in southern Florida in a tank with a bunch of other girls showing off the goods. Wow. I mean, uh, when did you hang up uh, the, the scales? Well, that's a great question. Uh, when did I put the fin down for good? Yeah, when did you... Uh, when when was the, the I French... I think my mother came and saw me and said, why don't you just have the guts to be a real whore? And... <laughs> <laughs> at that point, was there a French title card at the end of your career that just said "fiend"? <laughs> um, what's that? One of those faggoty echo park jokes? <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a wordplay joke. I apologize uh, for that. Yeah. Uh, no. So when my mother came down and said, "Honey, just for the love of God, just strip," I said, "It's time to move on." Okay. Go back up north. Raise a cocaine addict. Yay, son, who has some conservative views. And then you did it. Yes. Well, uh, I'm very proud of you, and uh, I appreciate you kind of elaborating on this, because we were getting a lot of people who were curious. All the mermaids in my tank looked a lot like you. Really? Yes. Is that a compliment? It's a thing. It just is. It just is. It just is what it is. Like kind of semi-androgynous. You don't know if it's a man Corn or a woman. Corn-fed amphibians. Corn fed. Really? Is how I would describe you. Thick amphibians. Corn-fed amphibians. Three C's on that thick. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm I'm glad that you do. Do, do you think you I- look like you could either be a manager, a waitress, or a patron at a Waffle House? <laughs> it would all work. Do you, do you think? You know I, what I mean? Do you think I have the chops to maybe be a mermaid? Perhaps you gotta really fucking work your your ass when you're in the water. Okay. It's hard to give truckers stiffies when you're in the fucking water. You gotta really, you gotta make them feel like it's a lap dance through the glass. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. I know. It is. Well, thank you, Mrs. Dillon, for calling in. Thank you. Uh, Tell yeah. my son he's a fat faggot. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Uh, your mom has a message, I guess. She's an aggressive woman. She's uh, very She's aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. Um, that was quite delightful, though. Um, uh, this is a character idea. Um, Lone Star Kid, 19. Character idea. Bobby the Ice Cream Salesman. Interesting. Okay. Bobby the ice cream. Okay, so uh I'm okay. going in uh so I'm going into a um uh Baskin Robbins and Well, uh, wait a minute. Is this is I think of this as like an old time ice cream salesman, but no, did they not specify time? No, it could be. Okay, Bobby the ice cream salesman. He's old timey. I mean Yeah, Bobby. 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 Hey baby. Hey baby. 
What do you want? What do you Rocky want? Road? Yeah. Could I? Uh, how many fla- uh, How many flavors? I just see these three flavors: this vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate. Do you well, have? I mean, what, what kind of flavors you want? Well, I mean, I no was... chocolates in here, by the way. Whites only. What? You only have white ice cream? No, we only serve white people. Oh well, I'm Bobby the ice cream salesman. Okay, well, I'm glad that I'm. We're a segregated country. You segregate. Jews have too much power. Okay. Uh, Do well, you want fudge? Well, here, boy. You, I wish fudge was white. Wait. I wish fudge came white. They make white fudge. Is that true? That's a real thing. What a great fucking country. Shouldn't you be... God, I love this country. Shouldn't you be knowing more about this? You're an ice cream salesman. Well, you know, I'm a lot of things. Well, I was just... I'm, I, if, if You, you know, some people say that men who wear sheets in the woods are terrorists, but I say they're freedom fighters. <laughs> See, Do you want to do like sprinkles? Do you like you like sprinkles? God, I love selling ice cream. It's so goddamn wholesome. Bob, Bobby, is it Bobby? You have the name tag, Bobby. Once the- a realtor sold a house to a black couple, and we burned it down. Okay. Anyway, well, we have waffle cones. That's new. No, God, li- I love America. Listen, I'm just you're blocking the entrance of the Baskin and Robbins with your stand. Could I just get by you? <laughs> you don't and- want to go into Baskin and Robbins. They have Indians work there. There's 31 flavors in there, though. There's 31 flavors. A homosexual, pedophile. Race traders. Don't but, you want these three flavors? Here's what these are. America, red, white, and blue. Those are the three goddamn flavors. Okay. Uh, I love this country. I love selling ice cream. I guess I'll buy one if, if we can end this conversation. Okay. How old are you? I'm four. You're four years old? I'm four years old. Are you married? No, I don't. I, I'm four. Are you racially aware? I'm, I, I, there's a war coming. There's a war coming? There's a war coming. I'm four. Between people that sell three nice, wholesome flavors of ice cream and then 31 flavors from 31 different countries. My parents gave me $5. What does that get me here? Well, it could get you a gun. You have guns for sale You're going to need guns when it all starts to fall apart, my friend. Okay, I'll take one gun and one scoop of red white and blue please. that sounds good stick with your own thanks for coming thanks thank you that was bobby that was now if you notice what i did there that was a real commentary on uh, uh the 1950s ice cream parlor yeah trope because many of those uh, ice cream parlors probably had a lot of racists in them and yet phenomenal ice cream and phenomenal that, that becomes a whole thing that becomes its own thing. We used to go to an ice cream parlor called Itkins in Long Island, and my mother was kind of in love with the chef who was going through a divorce, and he would just sit there and, like, he was like a short order cook, and the food was disgusting, but the ice cream was great. Did you ever, uh, maybe this is just Midwest, but Maggie Moose, ever heard of I've that? I've heard of that. It's a like Cold Stone, right? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's fine for you folks. I'm talking real ice cream parlor. Homemade ice cream, not corporate homemade ice cream that goes in a glass Sunday thing made by a racist. You can taste the quality. There's nothing worse than progressive ice cream. Even salt and straw, which is phenomenal, you know that down deep, they're, they're, they're hateful people because mm. it's so good. Huh. They can put out all the bullshit they want. Oh, it's vegan tapioca marmalade, fig, deep down, the people that run salt and straw are Nazis because that ice cream is so good. You heard it here. Live on Jeremiah Wonders. Let's get into this final segment, Sax Talk. I'm so excited about this. Sax Talk. Now, how much is a saxophone? 
This saxophone right here is uh is like a three thousand dollar saxophone. That's crazy. And somebody sent it to you, right? Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, man. I'm super grateful. Super this I mean, this is the nicest instrument I used I've to ever owned. I played clarinet, but I didn't play it. I was just in band and I'd pretend. Oh, you just like mime the blowing? Yeah, yeah, of course. I did that one time. Uh, I was uh, singing uh, like in choir, and my mom's like, I know you weren't singing. Wow. She knew. She's like, don't ever do that again. I know you weren't singing, Jeremiah. You got to learn how to sing so we can sell you to the circus. Yeah, I was, uh, I was actually raised by a southern black woman. I don't know why I'm doing this voice for Jeremiah's mother, but it makes sense. This is my son, Jeremiah. He looked like a white chick. Are you not going to eat your 15 bean soup, honey? He looked like a white chick. He going to do that Kill Tony show <laughs> with, with Joel Jimenez and Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing a black woman. I have no idea either. But it, 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 see, it works. But it, but it just fits. Jeremiah Watkins. You don't it know. Works. Is he a black guy? Is he a white guy? I don't know. It's a weird ass name. Yes, it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I prepped him before. He's going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to play some sweet, sweet sax to score underneath it. Whenever you're ready, I will follow your lead. I met a person. I took a message. I had a, There was a DM, Instagram DM from a guy, and he was a nice guy. He was in San Francisco. He was like, I think, 20-something, 20 21. He was in college. He was like a writer. And I flew out to San Francisco to meet him because I was in L.A. And we went to a place and we had oysters. And then we went back to the hotel. And it was very uh, nice. It was good. But it, these kids now, and I don't mean kids, but, you know, college age people, they've been raised on antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication. So none of their dicks work. They're all just big lumps of flesh. So, I mean, you fast forward, I'm just sucking a, a flaccid cock on a bed in San Francisco and I paid for the room and I feel really bad. He's sucking me. I'm hard. I'm hard and fat. If I can get hard, you can get hard, you know? But I don't know. I guess he's on pills or something just so, you know, things work out and I'm just sucking his soft, you know, dick and it's it's not great. So he finally tells me, he's like, yeah, I have some ED going on. I'm like, that's all right. No worries. And he wasn't really into ass play. So, I just spent all this money to fucking fly to San Francisco. The oysters weren't even good. Because I, I couldn't get into Swan Oyster Bar because it's a three-hour fucking line and nobody respects my level of celebrity. So it's just me sucking this soft cock in a hotel, which was not as nice as it looked on Hotel Tonight, which I usually like. I came, but he didn't come. And after I came, he still wanted to do stuff. And it's like... Well, what are we going to do? Now, I have a soft dick. Now, we're both hanging out with soft dicks. Are people jerking off to this? I think people are jerking off to this right now. The sax is so intense during this. It's not at all sexual. The sax, sometimes it's sexual, but the Jeremiah sax is not sexual. It's like a funny sax. He does like a funny band leader sax. It's not like a Kenny G come fuck me sax. Yeah, it's like a, a middle school in Kansas. Okay, it's getting sexier. It's getting better. I'm getting a little hard. You know who's not getting hard? That kid I spent $600 to suck off. There's only so long you can suck off a soft penis before you feel like you haven't done the right thing. 
soft penis in your mouth oyster breath I don't really even like oysters I'm not even gay I'm just pretending for show business but I have to fuck dudes anyway and it's hard my agent said suck this car and I did this isn't even my real voice I'm in a fat suit I'm a skinny straight Latin man that's all I am don't tell anyone beautiful oh yeah in a world in a world where Tim penises in a world where Tim Dillon's not gay have you ever had that situation where you're sucking someone off and they can't get hard dude it's happened so many times and it's really (laughs) frustrating it's one of those things where like I'm putting so much work into it and then to not yield the results that I uh, that I'm used to getting I'm used to getting you know ROI return on investment I'm used to get give me a partial hard Give me a give me a partial. I'm not saying rock hard. Can I get a semi? Give Can me, I get a semi? Give me a pool noodle. Can I get a little bit of a flaccid with a little bit of a bulge? Can I get a semi? I want to sell shirts at my shows that say "Can I get a semi?" <laughs> semi viral, semi hard cock. Full circle, baby. That's right. Tim, uh, what would you like to plug, my friend? Tim Dillon's Going to Hell is my podcast. It's on Gas Digital and iTunes. You guys can check that out. If- Tim Dillon's Going to Hell. It's on Gas Digital. I love that. Um, and then TimDillonComedy.com. I have all my live dates. Tim J. Dillon, D-I-L-L-O-N on Instagram and Twitter. I post everything I'm doing there. Tim J. Dillon on Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. Where you can see that Dylan, D-I-L-L-O-N, not like Bob Dylan. D-I-L-L-O-N. Tim Dylan. Thank you. Thanks for doing the show, buddy. Thanks so much. <laughs> Best awkward ending ever. Are, like, are, are we done? That's so great. So great. Now this is the ending. I'm not going to (laughs) leave. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. I want to give you one more reminder to head over to JeremiahWatkins.com to get your Feminist Stacy t-shirt while you still can. Only one week left. Thanks for tuning in. Jeremiah Watkins, Jeremiah Watkins, Jeremiah Watkins, Jeremiah Watkins, Jeremiah Watkins.